Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and mediocre movies of film history I'm Cassandra I'm James And I'm Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Um... Hi, I'm Matt. Uh, and introducing our, our returning guest, our perennial favourite guest, and our Christmas <gasps> tradition uh, guest. This is the first time I'm meeting him. <laughs> I, I thought that was dead. The bit is back. The ongoing bit is returned. Uh, it's Lucas Neal, everyone. Hi, Hello. I'm back, and I hate bits. <laughs> Welcome. Um, How's everyone doing? We're starting to feel like very festive. Christmas is the in the air. festive season. It's as the well happiest as other holidays. season. Uh, good. Uh, <laughs> I am I'm exhausted uh, <laughs> It was worthy of that pause uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a pack out this morning for my show So I was just in a show with Footlights Called Silver Lining Songs from the Silver Screen uh, Which was great fun, it was really great Sad you missed it, sorry, sorry uh-huh. listeners No songs um, from Silver Lining's playbook Unfortunately there, Is that a musical? <laughs> I feel like there's My Shitty Amour was playing They danced okay. to that Anyway um, It was really great But we had pack out this morning And then we've just watched a movie And now we're going to record a podcast And I am very tired <laughs> So it's going to be an interesting chat uh, I'd like to qualify my earlier statement Because I am in a good mood And it is feeling festive But the weather in Wellington has been Whiplashing Like from, from rain to sunshine And I think oh, yeah. we're finally Hitting our stride You say that now I would never make no, such no, a bold no, yeah. weather in Wellington. Yeah. I'd like to say I had a really good Yesterday Which is a Saturday Good weekend I walked on the Wellington waterfront With my brother there was a festival of, I don't know what you call it now because it's an offensive term. but Of the Romani people? Like, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but those people. Yeah, I know. Those people. <laughs> I feel like that's worse. <laughs> I, um, so there's a market on the waterfront of traveling. Of traveling salespeople. Yes. Yeah. And I bought uh, $3 for like three bean uh, little yeah, hacky dollars? sacks. No, I spent oh, $3 yeah, rather yeah. Oh, um, to throw at cans. And I thought I was going to nail it. Like for these little plush toys, I was like, Ben, watch this. <laughs> I biffed them, missed the first one completely. Second one, I got right in the middle of the cans, but they all had to fall. And then the third one, it was all riding on that. <laughs> It just missed the table completely. It just hit the curtain. And, yeah, it was a big uh, disappointment. Oh, um, you were swindled. Yeah. But I got a wonderful new board game. You can spot it over there. Uh, current hosts. It's called Photosynthesis Photo, yep. from my brother. Uh, it's my birthday soon. Um, you didn't wrap it. It's That's about... Weird. No, he did. But oh. then I, I was like, oh, do you want me to open it in front of you? It's a game about growing trees. Wow. Um, wow. And the sun really? comes around. And what you have to do is you have to fuck over the other people trying to grow trees so that your trees <laughs> put <laughs> them in the shade. Tree, tree so growing. basically it's a big it's a big shade. Yeah, yeah throwing shade. shade. Yeah. Yeah. I like a that. shade off. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Old That's trees. me. That's yeah. my life. Lucas, how are you doing? I'm good. I've also come off a pack out, but I have slept a lot since it, so I am What are these pack outs that you guys talk about? Um, A pack out is when you finish a show and then you have to 
pack it out of the theatre. Oh my god, what is this, a backstage pass? I'm getting such an insider to theatre. Yeah, we were packing out um, The Slutcracker, which was... um, a queer comedy ballet that was on at Bats Theatre that it I was rolled. excellent. It was so good. I it loved sounds it. exactly like the show called The Nutcracker. It was um, actually a riff on The Nutcracker, oh, good cracker, to know. but with um, more sluts oh. and less um, nutcrackers. Um, I was going to say less nuts, but like, <laughs> it's a ballet. Nuts, Probably um, more nuts. I forgot Drew could was like a classically trained dancer yeah. who did not know Andrew Patterson could, could tap. tap dance. You didn't know Andrew could tap? No. That Man. was such a delight. Particularly mm. because in the first scene he'd kind of been like, I'm acting my way through it. And I'm like, oh, he's here to be the character for yeah, yeah, And yeah. he just whipped out some Andrew, of that tap. Andrew oh, was excellent. Pro- Andrew was probably one of the most experienced dancers in that cast. Like, oh, amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's, it's utterly delightful show that I was thrilled to be a part of. It was fun. Um... That sounded vaguely shady. <laughs> no, <laughs> God, <laughs> me? I've, I've never no, heard it was... you like do like a fancy voice in order to like hide your emotions. Usually, <laughs> so so that clearly shows that you you were very invested in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> now we're See, now that sounds vaguely shady. <laughs> um, what was shady about that? Nah, it's really good. Let's leave um, the shade to photosynthesis, shall we? Alright, this is a good time to transition into our. So, yeah, first sorry if you missed it though. Yeah, sorry, Slutcracker and Silver Linings have finished. Have finished. Yeah. Hence the packouts. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you got to be on it, in it to win it. Yeah, you guys thing. just have to imagine how wonderful these yeah. shows were. Pop, 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 pop corner. Did we do the transition? We started it, but then it's Matt there. stops. Matt stopped my transition. <laughs> but anyway, we're in pop corner now. Matt is chaotic uh, energy. Is so um, yeah, every, what's everybody been watching, listening, reading? From oh, those yeah. shows to these shows. <laughs> do I have to do another transition? No. No, that was. Oh great. We're oh, talking. Oh, God, How much let's, do you let's edit I- these things. Oh, not than, enough. Than, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's undo that. Listen to them. You don't know. I don't know. Right, you just missed it. I'm kidding. (laughs) Please, what are you talking about? What are you? I feel like this episode is really undoing, like unraveling. Whatever. I want to talk. We're talking about the undoing. If you have not seen the undoing, go see it. You are talking about the undoing. Don't spoil yourself. Yeah, also, spoil the uh, shit out if you it. haven't seen The Undoing, you don't have to see it also. Like, it's up <laughs> no, to you. No, you have to see it. If you want a very trashy show yeah. featuring some, like, very fun, like, moments. Of, there were a lot of moments where I pointed at the screen and went, filmmaking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you have to see it because bits. then we can kiki about it. Yeah. And mm. we can, like, have a laugh. There's have a cry. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's so a, jump ahead, maybe, like, I would say, like, five minutes but maybe seven minutes no yeah. not seven Wait, what? we're gonna if you're if you're wanting to not know the secret oh sure i see i see yeah um because yeah. this is well first off the filmmaking of it it starts with uh every episode starts with an introduction of a little girl who we never really find out who that is yeah mm-hmm. over nicole kidman singing a theme song yeah dream oh, a little dream young nicole kidman. yeah but is why it? do we but why What's are we seeing to? young nicole why we don't know oh, oh no show? oh is it the sister I was thinking, is it the oh, family sister? It's the baby the family the, sister. The, oh, the family the sister. Family sister. The family sister. Oh my god! Why didn't they make that? If that, that's probably not true. But if I, it is true. It should they be. But they should have made it more clear because yeah. that's a good twist. Anyway, yeah. Bad. Oh man. And then Nicole should have sang "Dream in a Little Dream" in show. 
Yeah, camp. they could have had no. a flashback to, you okay. know. Our other hunch was okay. it was the, the <laughs> we were baby. It was the secret love child, but of... grown older. Oh, okay, I see, I looking see. Looking very yeah. not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Afro-Latino. <laughs> yeah. And very, like, young Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe she was the father. I think um, the show is just so watchable in a really trashy kind of way because it's, it's just six episodes. Yeah. I think it, as it flies long as you by don't go into this show expecting yeah. it to be smart, yeah. you'll have a great time. It's oh, not no. really a smart show at all, but it's a lot of fun. It's a mystery. It's basically the premise, because you've just heard us rat- rat- like rattle on sort of stuff about it without talking about what the premise of the <laughs> yeah. show is. The premise is that Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant are very rich and powerful people that have a perfect life with a young son, and then Hugh Grant is accused of the murder of a woman who was his mistress. Mm. Um, and so we discover, you know, the twists and turns. And we discover the twists and turns that, that the accused man was the murderer. Did do it! Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> we were worried at the end of the fourth episode, no, no, fifth episode, that it turns out the son did it. But uh, There's a popular theory, popular yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, was he, like, I was glad the son he was did a, it. He was quite precocious. So yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, I think the real undoing is the undoing of accent work in general. Um, accent work is dead <laughs> as we know it. There's both Nicole Kidman's hilarious attempts at like, <laughs> yeah. the thing is she can handle it for a while but she'll just yeah. sort of every third sentence will just slip back into Australian and then there's Noma Dumazweni yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her yeah, name Noma. I'm sorry but um, yeah she, who is British who's barely trying barely trying <laughs> to do an American accent like not even not even I feel like Nicole wasn't this bad I like, think yeah, I, I feel like she's being better a she, lot well, yeah. all the time she's better from right. my perspective I thought all the accents were fine because I famously cannot pick up on accents so it's, I didn't notice anything and I thought it was you, fine yeah. you know? <laughs> I think the best thing about watching the show is like I think everyone is taking it way too seriously and like yeah. it's like a press like it's, it's like, like it's, a, it's, it's a trashy show that thinks it's prestige exactly and that's part of the fun of watching yeah, it. yeah that's, that's true that's what makes it camp like it's yeah. also why all the filmmaking moments where they're like oh we're gonna take a pic but it's gonna be lens flare and it's also an extreme close up of mm. an eye and it's also like lots using depth of focus <laughs> lots of, the camera of shots of, of Nicole walking in New York City the fifth girl the fifth girl in sex in the city yeah Oh man, I was, I really was very close to making a tweet that say, um, that was going to be, um, I think the real killer in the undoing is the city of New York, <laughs> but I didn't know if anyone would get the reference that I was I got, kind of I, I wish you, so delete this, on, so um, delete this part of the podcast, <laughs> go do that tweet, and then I will I like feel, I feel like it'll be two yeah. weeks too late <laughs> to make that reference, yeah. but like, yeah. Oh, I man. just love that Hugh took the opportunity to be like look i know this is trash and like I, I i'm gonna be hammy i'm gonna use my jaw at his my like utmost potential yeah and um he he make i think he he walks out being the real um king of the the whole thing because mm. uh he has these huge monologues that are really gripping and they're so like pained uh but you're like oh wow he's he's a great actor. Really i would say that's the biggest takeaway is that like it's just yeah. proving that he's still really good oh, and yeah. great. <laughs> I also um, thought the boy was very good. Oh, yes. Noah. Noah is the very only strong. one who could handle an American accent. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he just fucking loves the violin, He guys. loves the violin. He <laughs> loves the violin. Um, <laughs> Lucas, uh, before meeting him, actually randomly messaged me and said that his theory was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that... Um, I, I messaged Matt specifically because you guys hadn't started watching right. it. <laughs> that the, the blunt object that killed the lady was actually the violin. So you're pretty 
close. I was so close. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I said it as a joke, and then when you opened that case, I was like, like fuck oh, oh my god. <laughs> Final comment on the undoing is that there is absolutely no way that Noah is the son of Nicole and Hugh. Yeah. There is zero physical resemblance yeah. there. Also, both of them are Paddington villains, and I just mm. enjoy that. I know, Fact. that's what happens when yeah. two Paddington yeah. villains so, get together. I'm gonna see, <laughs> see Noah really as Paddington. But actually, well, that's Ooh. the thing. I mean, that's subjective because I'm into that. actually, when I've when I saw the Paddington movies, um, I thought Paddington was the villain. He gives me so Whoa. much anxiety. What the fuck? Whoa. Wow, that's a take. Do you remember Paddington that's... 2? And then, I, I that, see might what you're going that might be the worst take. No, absolutely. I, I understand not. what you're saying. Did Whoa. you see he's, he's the Barbara scene in Paddington 2? I wanted to slap oh, him true, silly. True, true. Like I wanted to slap yeah. Nicole silly in the undoing. I mean, <laughs> the whitest woman that ever wrote. He makes us anxious, but I don't think he's. Oh, he's I don't know. I just. He frustrates me. Wow. Um, well, talking of, of frustrating uh, me, I have <laughs> <laughs> been frustrated at my inability to get my act together and watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> right, um, I see. Okay. No, there, there was no segue there. I was spitballing. Um, uh, but I finally got around to watch it. The last... No, not the last Jedi. What the fuck was it called? The Skywalker one. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Just completely... Uh, destroyed any kind of interest for Star Wars. For and now me. there's like 10 of them oh coming God. up. Well, that's we can talk about that in a bit. But The Mandalorian itself, I have been catching up, caught up on season one and catching up on season two. And I just want to shout it out. I really love it. Um, <laughs> I, it has... I think it's really great that you're shouting out because I just don't think <laughs> yeah. enough people know, I know. About it. <laughs> No, but it's... Uh... Shout out to George, doing great work. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's little nods to like, uh, stuff throughout the season uh, to the Star Wars series in a way that doesn't feel um, overly uh, fan servicey. It's like starred like a western. Every kind of episode is like based on like another kind of like a like a war film. So there's like ones where they're like defending a village, and there's another one where they're like uh, you know like two like he gets different uh, uh, associates throughout every kind of episodes and it's a really nice rotating cast really great work by everyone um and then that's why it was kind of like really depressing and like soul crushing to see disney's like huge rollout um yesterday for us or something like that the day before um with all of the star wars and like pixar films i, just, Marvel. Just I could not Marvel. give less of a shit about it like i'm not interested i saw in star it wars, but i've, I've I not like, watched ugh. all the star wars is like yeah. the original ones so the stars war it's not really a thing. Is, i've not watched all the yeah, stars war yeah. um though just speaking of that disney uh roll out because i don't have anything else for popcorn or go i'd like on, to just shout on. out um chris evans tweet uh, that he is going to be starring in a Buzz Lightyear TV series, which is based not on Buzz Lightyear the toy, but the real man, well, it a TV the real series? human that oh, Buzz Lightyear right. is based on. Is it a TV series? I don't know, but the fact is that he movie. thinks think that Buzz Lightyear is a real man. Wait, wait, wait! I just want to say because <laughs> there is a TV series. Because like the premise of the movie, from my understanding, is that it's like about like the in-world character that like right. is yeah, the that, toy well, is based I on. I think that's what he was intending to say. But they've already made that TV series. Which one? Yeah, there's a Buzz Lightyear animated TV series. Oh yes, that's right. And it was I do really remember good. Was, was and I really show. wanted to show. bring back the characters from it because yeah, the yeah. side characters were cool. And if yeah. they're going to adapt that TV series, I am into that. Well, Cass, I think with you saying that there was only one thing from Disney Plus that you were excited about, I think that's a lie because there was one <laughs> other piece of news. I actually had two separate, yeah, no things as well, which was uh, <laughs> Sister Act Three is coming. Oh, out. All right, well, yeah, we've, we've been long hyped about, about it. That. 
uh, might be bad, but you know, oh, I'll watch it. Gonna, I will watch it. Don't bad. worry. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited about uh, Kate McKinnon, who we you know shouted out in our yeah, Ghostbusters episode is, recently, um, starring as Elizabeth Holmes in another uh, fictionalized account of the Theranos yeah. case, which mm. I just it's can never good get that it's media about. yeah it. exactly. It's good that it's finally official because yeah. like this was like this news was, was floating around ago, yeah. a while ago, but like it's good to like the thing about it is like the, like the Enchanted sequel, Disenchanted. That's been like announced like. What, like, like two years f- ago, f- maybe like more than that. Yeah, um, and it's now official that it's happening. Yeah. So, good, good to know. All right, I'm really looking forward to it. Was that, okay. is that your voice? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I see. Well, <laughs> all right. It doesn't work when you already have a low voice. You yeah. Need to have a high, well, high, yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know if that impression's going to be added to your arsenal, James. Yeah. 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 Um, any other pop corner things, guys? Um, if we're talking about um, impressions uh, and silly voices, uh, you can still check out The Road Unknown. We uh, have our final episode. Uh, next week on Sunday, it's the live stream. Final of 2020, right? Yeah, of 2020, we'll be we'll seeing how we go, but it's been pretty uh, nice and successful. We are now Twitch affiliates, uh, so you can subscribe to it now. We have, yeah, a nice uh, built-up kind of listenership mm-hmm. uh, who will have uh, little fun comment sessions throughout it. So if you want to join that community, check out The Road Unknown on Twitch. It's been a lot of fun. My brother, Damien Hines, um, who... Um, left me for dead. Um, tied oh, I to heard a tree. she was really, really hot. So yeah, fear. <laughs> um, uh, he, he has returned into the life of Balthazar Hines. So check it out. Gasp! <gasps> right. What have you been up to? Um, I was just checking my phone to see what I've been watching because <laughs> okay. Life. Well, I'll I'll. I'll well, no, I've got some. I've got okay, some. cool. I've got um. Uh, New season of Pin Fifteen and New season of Big Mouth are both super oh, good. Oh, Big Mouth! I saw that. Abs- and really should, really everyone should watch season. them because yeah. they're great. Yeah. But but I, I want to talk more about. Um, have you seen Dick Johnson is Dead? The no. Netflix movie? Uh, the no. documentary. I have not even heard anything about this. It's, what is it's very is good. It really good. I yeah, haven't seen it. It's like you'll cry. It's great. Um, it's made by um, this documentarian whose name I've forgotten. But that I means look it up. nothing, Lucas. Um, I cry at everything. But she's. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she. It's a. It's a film she's made about her own father, about him dying. But he is still alive. But it's about like they re- they create these very elaborate, um, fictionalized scenes of him dying in different oh, ways, I like tripping yeah. on the street or like a uh, fucking air conditioning unit falling on his head and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and sort of the film is sort of like following them making these things, but then also like talking about him and his life and her mum who passed away a few years ago, like mm. his wife who passed away a few years ago and just sort of like talking about death and uh, family and aging. And um, yeah, it's just like really, it's got like these really beautiful, like high concept scenes um, of like, um, and then just sort of like this really sort of like, yeah, deep discussions about like death and life and stuff, and it's it's just really great. And um, yeah, if you feel like having a little cry, I recommend watching it. Sounds yeah. good. So Lucas a- is in fact crying right now. I am. <laughs> yeah, we are currently out. mopping his face yeah. with tissues. Yeah. Um, I the- brought a bucket and a mop. <laughs> <laughs> good thinking. Yeah. Just so make any change. I know. I just carry it around now. Nice. <laughs> Um, um, and the other film I was going to talk about. Have you guys seen Jingle Jangle? Oh no, my God, I, I, no, I do intend I to. Um, okay, so my my take on Jingle Jangle was I was like, oh, this looks cool, and I was like hearing good things about it online, mm. and like it looks like you know, like it's it's really cool that like it exists and that like, um, 
it's got a great cast and like the production sound is stunning and it's fantastic and like it looks fantastic and some of the songs really good um but turns out the story doesn't make a damn look of sense and the script is absolutely (laughs) terrible um i was like at the end i was just sort of sat there for about five minutes being like wait but how come but if that but then how would they not know that? But then what about that? Um, and I just, I, yeah, um, I have a lot of questions, so I would like you all to watch it so that right. I can mm-hmm. unload all my questions and my theory. But I don't want to tell you my theory right now because I... We need to come and We need preach. to see it. We gotta go uh, need, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't right. make sense out of context. But, like, there's... The ending, I think, doesn't make any sense unless, my, unless uh, this theory of mine is true. And then I think it's a very good ending. Mm-hmm. But um, it is worth seeing just for spectacle alone. Um, do not try and <laughs> comprehend the plot. The plot is wild. Jingle Jangle to me, like Riverdale, um, had like a slang <laughs> for drugs, and they called it Jingle Jangle. It's like you want to score some Jingle Jangle. This is true. <laughs> You're fucking with me. No, this is no, true. this is one hundred percent true. How can you say that with a straight face? C- commendations to the actors of right, yeah, yeah. They, no, they're doing very good work. They're um, doing very yeah. good work. Is is the Christmas special of Euphoria worth watching? I have not. I seen haven't it. seen it yet. Okay, well, we're not um, discussing. But I will it. be watching it yeah. because famously, I think Euphoria is great. Yeah. Um, as for my pop culture dump, um, I you were talking about death earlier, and I forgot about this, but I want to talk briefly about this um, HBO Max true crime miniseries that I watched, which was so addictive, called Murder on Middle Beach. It's actually um, a son making a documentary about his um, murdered mother and all the twists and turns are like par for the course for that. But also it gets really emotional, right. which is like, I think what makes this really special. And it's only four episodes long, smashed in one day. It's that really good. That sounds like such a good sort of angle as well, I guess. I guess angle's kind of the wrong word for it. But I mean, I think that one of the main issues with a lot of true crime media is that it feels so kind of, I don't know, like you're all just sort of rubbernecking yeah, yeah. Exactly, family's yeah. tragedy. So for it to be like authored by somebody who was actually really key to that tragedy, mm. I think is really important. Also, it's coming out on Neon soon, so you oh, can cool. watch it legally Absolutely. in New Zealand soon. Oh, nice. What are you implying? <laughs> couldn't couldn't possibly say. <laughs> couldn't possibly. Um, I also watched Mank, which was released like oh, a few yeah, like a that. week ago, which Mank. is like uh, David Fincher's new film, Mank. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's like it I feel like it's like my least favorite of his films. Like, it's just like uh, I, I don't get like the point of this. It's pretty. Right. I had to I keep was... like I had to have Wikipedia <laughs> on my phone the whole time. Keep, they'd be like, "Oh, it's that person." I'd be like, "Okay, okay. who was that think, person? Uh, Why is that important?" Film had like Citizen Kane references. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's so it's so nerdy. It's so film nerdy. I like, mean, that's why I thought I'd yeah. enjoy it, but I was just like, I think he was too much of a slave to his dad's script, which I think he preserved. But I think because one of the main things of Mank is, like, script dispute and script ownership. So I feel like he was too much of a slave to his dead script. Yeah, and he right. that, should, that part of it kind of got brushed over in the That's end. Weird. Thought, it was really yeah. odd. Um, it's the also untrue, really but okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. How is Amanda? She's, she's good. good. Yeah, I mean... Oscar-worthy? Uh, Oscar-nominee-worthy, yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's good. Um... What was I going to say? But a black and white film that I did enjoy on Netflix is the 40-year-old version, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's like about, like, it's Rada Blank, 
who is um, this forty-something you know, African-American playwright who wrote, directed, and starred in this um, movie, and it's about a playwright who won a thirty under thirty um, award for theater, but she hasn't done anything in ten years. She's been teaching in like a Harlem high school, um, and now she's kind of just she's she's um, pitched her follow-up important play with compromises to like this producer uh, but she's not getting fulfillment out of that show she starts a rap career uh and you know what you just watch it run (laughs) run don't walk um and the final thing i want to talk about is um uh ts released a new album i was wondering if we did Uh, yeah. yeah um it's called evermore and uh i feel like this is like one of the bigger news stories of the year. Just the surprise drop of folklore, nevermore, and I do like it. Sorry, sorry. One of the biggest news stories of 2020 <laughs> is that Taylor Swift dropped an album. Also, I just want to point yeah. out you said In nevermore, um, so is evermore, nevermore. Wait, what? You, just, you said nevermore. Yes, I, I did. I right. I heard that. We're, they're still laughing at me. So anyway, it's worth anyway, laughing we're just about. Gonna no, let that's you that's fair enough. Um, I like it. It's it's it's. There's a lot more to um listen and unpack. I think most of it is gonna um, it's quite dense, but I I know it'll be um more rewarding with future listens and see how my opinion crystallizes because I'm still I'm still like honestly discovering stuff from folklore. Like now, like my tears ricochet and and um, uh, invisible string are hitting me at the right moment. It right really s- sounds like you hated it and you don't want to admit you that you hated it. it. No, Taylor, Taylor's gonna be mad at me. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. I don't even like. I don't even like Taylor. Oh, okay. okay. I think <laughs> I think Matt has a crush on Taylor. Matt, like, <laughs> don't tell her. <laughs> I, I I had a listen as well. Yeah, I feel like the songs are good in terms of like. Oh, there's some gorgeous tracks listening oh, like no like, no not just background no. but just like wow. you know I said like it was a okay fine background album, but nobody likes okay. cares about my music taste but on the, this uh, podcast so the, it doesn't matter the hiding nobody no nobody no crime is no good crime. nobody no crime is good I, that's fun. the only song i listened to because you recommended it and i was like uh that's uh, it's okay. I was, I was like, I think it's and if that's I was the best of the album, there's some. It's got a bop and it's a story. There's I some like gorgeous that. tracks in there. Like, I love Willow. I love Tis the Damn Season. I love Tis the Damn Season. Evermore. The final track is. There's so, a Christmas song on it? No. <laughs> oh, Tis the Damn Season is my Christmas song. Kind like of. Insisting someone to get ish. back together with her. Oh, I, I kind of read it. Um, Happening during the Christmas season, but it's not yeah. about Christmas. And you know, it's a it's a stealth Christmas song. Yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, but we'll 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 know in like a I, few yeah. weeks. I would like more pop, like fame, like big pop stars to release Christmas albums. I, yeah, same. I, I want more of that. I have one final shout Casey. out that I blasted and loved is Dolly Parton's Christmas album. Yes, that's um, really fun. It fucking rules. Like. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. There's like a great final song where it's like, Mary, do you, did you know? Where she's like asking the Virgin Mary, like, do you know how much your like your son Christ has done? He's like really incredible. He's oh, like saved the human race. Mary, do you know if you're 
actually a virgin. <laughs> when um, you conceived. But it's with the passion of Dolly, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. The passion yeah. of I Dolly. I love Dolly. And then she's got some like super upbeat ones at the top of the hey, album. It's just Dolly gave us the vaccine this year. Okay, oh, She is yeah. the biggest savior of the Did you see Dolly saved a nine-year-old from a car, like getting hit by a car? <laughs> right. Okay. Dolly is also a clone sheep, so she does everything. I know. But like, yeah, apparently she like, there was a little child who was in her latest Christmas film and she like pulled oh, her God. out of the way of an oncoming car and saved her life. Dolly. Oh, she's working great. more no. than nine to five. <laughs> oh my she gosh. is indeed. And I think if there's one thing that uh, we can say about this season is that it's the happiest season. Feature presentation. Mm-hmm. That was our segue. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah, let's start talking about our feature presentation. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, that's a good segue. Yeah, uh, this was picked by. Lucas? No, no it wasn't. It was not no, we were all. just like, let's bring the, no, we the Christmas chair. We I didn't know we were filming an episode until I we, we got here. We tricked Lucas into coming to our <laughs> house. Yeah, don't gaslight us, James. Gaslight us. It was picked by all of us, collectively. <laughs> it was picked by the three of us on this podcast. By, and then Lucas it was picked by Christmas Cheer. Yeah. Um, we're, and this is a new 2020 film. It's dropped on Hulu, also available in some theatres. I have been getting some very good reviews from some people, but then also some uh, some strong and, backlash yeah, some from other crowds. So, yeah, so we were interested we thought we were, we were definitely I would say mixed yeah. reviews. Mm-hmm. They were definitely apt to cover like our annual Christmas tradition. Indeed. Yes. Of you know, if you've listened to last year's Christmas last episode, Christmas. last Christmas, um, you'd expect some shenanigans. And the Family Stone. And Family Stone. And the family not, stone. Let's not forget the Family Stone. Yeah. Some oh, I see. Too. Yeah, I no, absolutely. Family stone yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So there was a stone. Should we jump into the movie a in a minute? Before yeah. yeah. Any further We ado? don't have any history with this film. It, it is a new film. It's a new release. Well, you know, we like Christmas. Yeah. yeah. We are gay. Um, we like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We're it is, just it is. a group of queers. It's famously the happiest season. Happy means gay. You know. And movie at a Oh, why is it not oh. called the gayest season? No, that's no, not dumb. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, oh, we're not ready. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Got Gotta it. get your head in the game. Cool. Starting from now. Okay. Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are a lesbian couple. Uh, they Mackenzie Davis invites Kristen Stewart to go home um, for the holidays with her family. En route, she tells her that she's not actually out. She has been lying to Kristen Stewart that she was out and that her family doesn't know and they have to be, pretend to be straight the whole week and, and then she, she will like come out afterwards or whatever, like after Christmas. They do that. That happens. Uh, it's real shitty for Kristen Stewart. So her friend Dan Levi turns up and is like, I'm a straight guy. And then oh, Aubrey <laughs> Plaza is there and being like hot Halfway. and like queer. And, um, and you know, and Mackenzie Davis is just kind of generally being shitty to um, uh, Kristen Stewart by like f- hanging out with her ex-boyfriend and shit like that. Um, and she has like this rivalry with her sisters and stuff like that. At the end, every secret is revealed and it all turns out fine, apparently. That's basically seconds. it. Um, what else? Uh, Mary Holland um, writes a fantasy novel. <laughs> Five seconds. And um, Alison Christ- Brie is competitive and <laughs> her marriage falls apart. Anything else? That's it. That's we, right. got it. We, got, a- we got so many details on yeah. yeah. this. Yeah. Jam-packed. <laughs> Good yeah. job. Thank um, you. I forgot about the mural. Um, campaign. Oh but. yeah, we've got a uh, Victor Garber's oh, trying to go run for here. Such an important yeah. part of the movie. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those like, uh, it, it influences a lot of the plot, but it was yeah, actually yeah. like come yeah. It was at least a G plot. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Ellen oh, Dan Levy kills a fish. Yeah, Dan, Dan Levy does. Kills a fish. Wait, yeah. does the fish die? Yes, <laughs> it does. Is it Levy? 
Levi. It's Levi. Levi. Yeah. Okay, we all said it different ways. I think it's Levi. It's Levi. Levi. It's Levi. Because yeah. Eugene Levi. That's yeah. Levi. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Levi. So Shipping what did we like yeah. about this film? What are so our... are we jumping into MVP first? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Okay. What we like so, is the hot people in this film. Most but visually is... pleasing. We actually have competitive competition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. True. Absolutely. Um, though, I'm going to jump in. For me, Kristen Stewart is. Oh, really? <laughs> I think I, I yes. Like, agreed. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Kristen Stewart. I did not expect looks, this. Generally. But I, I thought... think... I th- I really thought this was going to be like pretty much unanimous for someone else. Let's see. Mm. I think Kristen Stewart looks very good in this film. Some of her clothing choices. She looks the so good. The outfit at the holiday good. party with the like open shirt with the tie. She looked. That was what sealed it. Um, she was just glowing. I mean, this other person who I think we'll talk about is also glowing. A lot of attractive people in yes. this film, mm. but I just I was like that was that is still I was waiting for somebody else to come and snatch yeah. the crown, but yeah. it was not snatched yeah. for me. Um, I think it's also the emotional connection to the character. Yeah, I wanted like, to I care. Yeah. No, Kristen Stewart looked phenomenal in this film. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna be because uh, the the unspoken person I can also is like a close second or maybe like in the same category, but I'm gonna go for uh, Daniel Levy. Um, and the it unspoken might be... person. <laughs> the unspoken person. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll discover who that is. Soon, I'm sure. Um, maybe it's because of Schitt's Creek and like that kind of osmosis. Yeah, you you from really that. like Dan Levy, eh? I do. Yeah, you've, so... you've mentioned this before. I've you seen like... it a lot. It's just Dan so lovely. Hot. He is hot. Yeah, like, really hot. he's just so kind. But I, I just know. I just know he's one of James's like. You know, yeah, just because, <laughs> one of Jimmy's boys. Jimmy's boys. boys. Um, and he's really he's really funny in this, and yeah. gets a lot of really cool jokes, um, and gets like a really like emotional like thrust, which I wasn't expecting from the trailer. I was expecting him to be like purely you know, like, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fun gay we'll boy. We'll talk about that later on in the but yeah. we discuss the let's discuss the film more in general. But there's, yeah. there's some stuff in here which I think yeah. like actors would generally find hard to pull off in a way that didn't come out yeah. as really cheesy that I think he manages to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I I mean, normally I would say Dan Levy. Like, in practice, it's Dan Levy for me as a, from, you know, my perspective. But <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, the unspoken person, mm. is not giving the hottest energy. Her, pers- she is her giving, personality... Is very hot energy. energy. Her personality type in this movie is hot. Yeah. Yes. Um... Well, I think she might be the only hot energy person. Everyone else is either doing serious or silly. Yeah. And uh, she, like, like, you know, sometimes when people, when, like, you know, you're not normally attracted to that gender, but then someone's like, yeah. like holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, just, just for, Plaza, for Plaza readers, um, hot energy is a <laughs> subsection are, of hot, silly, and serious energy. There are three types, there are three of, types. of what every person in the world yeah. falls into. Can be categorized. You can only be one of the three, yeah. and it's silly, serious, and hot. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. Um, I, I have, must take credit for this. This is a Lucas from, uh, yeah. yes. new, which we discovered on <laughs> about, New Year's yes, Eve about 12, uh, two years 12 ago. Months this time last year. <laughs> was it this time last year? No, it was this time last year. I think, yeah, it was, it was yeah. last last year. I mean, year. what is the last two years? What is time? I was like, two years. Ago, easy. Three, about a decade ago, Lucas <laughs> yeah. created. We've been here eighty-four <laughs> long years. But basically, you can go through any. It only. Um, I don't. I wouldn't recommend doing this for real people because that's kind of messy. But like, <laughs> unless you know them very well. But also, um, real people are three-dimensional, exactly. so they can change. I, no, no. My point is, moment. I don't think I yes, don't like I any categorization yes, for people. Like, yeah. bullshit. But all characters. fictional characters okay. can be said put by into a serious ready. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All fictional characters can either be categorized as hot, silly, or serious. And Kristen Stewart is 
Stewart, I think, is a great serious. Yeah, she great serious. Yeah, absolutely. Serious. But I, I mean, would agree, Aubrey Plaza is yeah. the heart of the film. She is hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, her bar scene where she is just getting Kristen to like, oh, sing along. And she's like sitting also, in the cubicle, rolling her eyes. like. But yeah. also just a believable lesbian also. Like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, just love casting queer people in yeah, queer yeah, yeah. people. And yeah. feel, it's, oh, it's she's just great. great. I love her. It's yeah. very good. Oh, I love her. Okay. Um, yeah. so should we talk about our bottles for the show? And Aubrey is your pick as well? No, you. No, I said Kristen. Kristen. Right. Cool. Um, right. bottles, and bottles are the bad ones or the good ones? Bottles are good. Okay. Bottles are the good things. Sense to me. Because, like a liquor sense. Obviously, <laughs> objectively, Coke bottles and milk bottles are the best of the lollies in the pack. Sure. And yeah. banana lollies are the worst of the lollies. This is wrong. Sound like this is factually. Wait, wait. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Which of you actually tweeted that on Mixed Bag podcast that oh, bananas? No, are no, sorry, ones? no. We don't. We we, we actually, get a contract the mix bag. Yeah. yeah oh, you have like a gay It's the actual bag. So the mix bag. We have a team, like a work. It's a rotating. We don't pay them. Yeah. But they, we pay them an exposure. Am I getting yeah. paid? Well. Uh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> so we don't always necessarily agree with whoever tweets, but um, wow. yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's an interesting opinion. What did we enjoy about this film? There are some killer lines in this oh, film. Yeah. That just killer performances, like, I feel like. I feel like we've got to start oh. with Mary Holland. Oh, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll start. Okay, we'll start with the three Marys. Mary Holland, Mary Steenburgen, Merry Christmas. The three. <laughs> Sorry, I guys. Could, I have to leave. I could I'm really tell sorry. That was coming I if have you to said go. that. I was like, oh. I think this is where Matt's going. Anyway. Yes. Um, but Mary Holland as Jane is is, is just such a also co-writer of the co-writer film. of the oh. film. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, with Claire Duval. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like there's so many good lines in this film. Which yeah, just I I, I wrote she some saved down the before, best for her. But yeah. she so. also like Jane as a character. She's the middle child. She's um, Harper, who's the um, the closeted one of the of the couple um she's her like the middle sister of the three yeah. sisters yeah yeah um and she's kind of like a quirky kind of like oddball character she's but nice like a really like she's just over enthusiastic yeah. she's very effusive she's a little bit like comes off a little bit childish but she yeah. has actually more emotional maturity than and, either of her other yes. sisters and everyone in the family just you know everybody ignores her dismisses her, her yeah. um, she has this long the like complicated fantasy novel she's been working on 10 years because it takes time to build a world absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, <laughs> and she yeah she's at one point it's revealed this beautiful painting that she spent like a hundred hours working on yeah. and you're just like you want i want the world for jane i want jane, jane is to, such a sweetheart she just oh. wants to be included i was so <laughs> expecting so that painting to be like you know um in friends um yes. the like weird art that phoebe makes oh yeah i was i don't know friends it's but, like yeah. she makes this like weird out with, like mannequins coming out yeah. of them and stuff like that i, it's, like, I was expecting very it to be like a yeah. weird yeah art. and the i was, was so beautiful we were <laughs> I was like, like oh, oh wait the joke is it's beautiful, beautiful right? okay. yeah it's great <laughs> just oh, briefly side tangent on weird art that i just want to let everyone know about maybe this is TMI, uh, not TMI. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going, but now, I, but now I'm intrigued. On. What is the I that is TM? I uh, I had nightmares uh, oh, no. from Bean. Oh, Whistler's mother. Yeah. Talk about anxiety. Oh, yeah. no, Talk about anxiety. anxiety. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. freaked me out so much. Oh, this is as such a, a tangent. This is not yeah. anything. But yeah, that's, just, that's the type of No, I thought of when we were just talking about painting that. Oh I God. thought about Whistler's mother. I can still also. see like the manic expression God. of Rowan Atkinson on that old yeah. lady's body. That's but, true. I forgot that he painted his own face. Yeah. Horrifying. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's a beautiful art piece, and it gets 
fucking destroyed. Yeah, it's, um, the, I don't know if that's I a bottle or not. <laughs> I think it's. I, I, I does always. I always often. Not often. I have occasionally thought about how it's weird that Wiss's mother is now known to like an entire generation of people as the, one of, that as the, as the painting from Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah. And most people, like, I feel like our age don't realize it's a real painting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So Jane is just like a lovely character. And Mehon's performance of it is just like she's fully committed. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't judge Jane at all. Um, yeah. yeah. She's just all her quirks and her line deliveries are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and she and the film like loves her and wants to see her succeed and she she does and i would say she has hands down the best line of the film which is i don't have any secrets but i am an ally (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i like thinking that either i don't know like if the meaning is that she's an ally to queer people or if she's an ally to to people with secrets Concept of people with yeah. She just wants to um, be included, okay? So she also talked about Alison Bree's performance as Sloane. Um, we said the three I, Marys. I we said the, the three Marys. Oh, okay. We'll jump <laughs> to Mary too first. Um, so Mary Steenbergen as... I think Mary... Tipper? Tipper. Tipper. Tipper Caldwell. Tipper Caldwell. Uh, I mean, That's historically... They had, a, they had a yeah. good fun time Historic- naming this family, yeah. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Historically, a apt name, because Tipper Gore, which is Al Gore's ex-wife, they're now separated... Um, I remember the only thing I know about her is, okay, (laughs) Um, it's an inconvenient truth for them, okay, (laughs) Um, uh, the only thing I remember about her was she waged this big war about, like, video games and how they're so... Oh, I knew this, but I didn't realize that was the same goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were so dangerous, and and I feel like this was a very, maybe, loving or, like, not so loving, like this feels homage. Like they, to, they were going to, for a similarly, yeah. like a uh, socially conservative type yeah. person. Um, um, and she, like Mary Steenburgen, seems omnipresent in film. Like in like films like this, especially, mm. like she's mm. always popping up as like the mother character, like the weird wacky friend. This is some of her best work. This is. She also gets my favorite line of hers was one time I took too many Ambien and yeah. I bought a racehorse <laughs> online. Uh. <laughs> what website do we buy racehorses on? Like, Oh, what a what is what an off the cuff yeah. way of delivering it as well. well yeah, just, anyway. you know, gluefactory.com. <laughs> but she just is constantly like she's yeah, she's the sort of overbearing presence yeah. in the house. She's got like all these elegant robes that she likes to wear. Her around. costuming is amazing. Um, um, I think she makes great use of like pauses and like because mm. like she builds tension and kind of just there's like dripping like it's dripping with condescension mm. every time and it's so yeah. funny and and she's always reliable but this is one of the times where I'm like she's yeah. so talented. I feel like it's a character type that we see a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but I felt yeah. like she did a really fun yeah. take on yeah. it. I think to me the quintessential is still Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Yeah, it's, she's, it's in the Lucille Bluth yeah. category. <laughs> yeah, and she's rocking yeah. this great Dora the Explorer bob. Oh, she's mm. so amazing. Um, yeah, and she she I think she was my favorite supporting performance of the film because really? I yeah I just like expected like you know she's always reliable and she surprised me mm-hmm. and I was just like. She's oh. so cutting and ruthless. There's like... just something so sophisticated about her performance mm. as well. She's making it. So effortless. Yeah. And like it was neck and neck between her and Mary Holland, but yeah. 
Um, and third, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Alison Breeze in this film too. Yes. I did not know Alison Breeze was going to be in the film, Neither. but also like really, yeah, well, I, I get I, Alison Brie and Aubrey Plaza mixed up, so it was a weird. Not in this film. <laughs> <laughs> not in this film. I do not, in, not. Not in terms of their faces, but for some reason, they both I think with a? in terms of names, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aubrey or um, Alison. Alison Brie. Alison Brie. What did you call Aubrey Plaza the other day? Alison Plaza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I think I, I went there the other day, Alison. Plaza. Yeah. Um, so Alison Brie enters this film by like best entrance. <laughs> best entrance. Her children have like woken Kristen Stewart up like by staring at her like the twins from The Shining. Which is, um, I feel like we need to we need to um, finish that trope of children staring at people as they wake up. I feel like. <laughs> It has been done to death. It has been done, yeah. but also I feel like it does make sense because they're used to being in that bedroom. Mm. They did. They did justify. They this justify. Film. It I was a bit. That, yeah. I did. This film gets a pass because they did justify yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So she just sort of reclaims her children. Then goes, "I'm Sloan," and there is this little like half pause in between. I'm Sloan, and then immediately walks and away. Then yeah. Turns. Immediately <laughs> walks like, away. Honestly, delivery <laughs> delivery is everything, and she nailed the assignment. Sloan. It's like it was like we saw Alison Brie like acknowledge the ridiculousness. Of yeah. Oh, she's yeah, in the on fact it. That it's Sloan, Absolutely. Jane, and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. What is what is the naming the convention? There, they, yeah. just, they didn't have any ideas. With I Hitler feel... as the mum, and what's Victor's character? Tim. Tim. Well, Tim. Yeah. He did not feel like a Tim. Oh, Ted. Sorry, Ted. Ted. Oh, Ted, okay, not Tim. Like I was going to say Tim, like the councilman. The name Tyler. Jane was clearly chosen because it's a good like, name to yell at somebody. Yeah. It's also yeah. like, it's like a middle child, plain Jane. Plain Jane. Jane. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, drag my play once again. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's the reason I chose the name Jane also. But One of the other uh, highlights uh, for me is the gags that they get out of Kristen Stewart being an orphan and how the family oh, like little forms orphan Abby. Yeah, little, yeah. Little over orphan themselves Abby. to like, so look after her. Harper's, Harper's reason for why she has brought her roommate, Abby, home for Christmas is that she's an orphan because both of her parents have died, which apparently is true. We weren't sure whether or not this was like yeah, part but... of a lie. <laughs> or, but apparently that is true, but she is an orphan. But that because she doesn't have anywhere else to go for Christmas, she should come to stay with her family. And so all of the family treat it as like this great like charitable great work they are doing mm. Mm. and so you end up with all of these so like... much comedy mind out of that yeah. yeah i thought yeah the punchlines throughout like really tight i was really expecting slight. this to be as much of a straight comedy as it is like because it is there's a lot of it which is just playing for yeah kind of well, quite heightened yeah, like I, yeah. humor and I, stuff like that yeah i would argue actually the same hmm. argument i made last year about last christmas is that this film is not a romantic comedy it's just a comedy film yeah uh, same with Last Christmas, which is also not a romantic comedy yes, film. Yes, it's just yes. a comedy film. Yeah. Um, romantic comedies can be funny. What do you, what, what do you <laughs> say? I said romantic comedies can be funny. No, that's no, that's not a question. I mean, um, like... Oh, the like main, the main thrust of yeah. the film is But I would say, yeah. like, plot-wise, of, this one... Of, okay, I get I that. I like see that. I feel like this one's closer to trying closer. to be a romantic comedy yeah. than yeah, Last Christmas, sure. which is just... Yeah. But, like, no, no, no. I, I, I love romantic comedies. I, yeah. I do not... Okay. I'm not News just, to me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Have we met? <laughs> we haven't, famously. But it succeeds more as a comedy than... I think yeah. romantic yeah, comedy because I, I was like expecting more... something like the family stone yeah. which tries to do gags and you're like well I guess that's the yeah. joke I think there are a lot of romantic comedies with yeah they can kind of 
not actually have as much comedy because they can coast mm. by on the yeah. romantic yeah, yeah, yeah. side Although, of it. No, no. Just, on, but on, it was really yeah. fulfilling the comedy half. No, no, the I, comedy well, and like a laugh kind of thing. I right? was not yeah. trying to diss on any other romantic comedies. No. I was just more trying to say this movie is not very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, and the laughs were actual laughs instead of just like, huh, oh, that's amusing. Like, yeah, it was like actual laughs. There's some real like I want to give a shout out to Chris Stewart. She's like <laughs> honestly um i've never like i uh, it was it's been a journey with her like i didn't really get her at the beginning i didn't really lo- i mean i still haven't seen any of the twilights but i didn't get her she's not particularly great in the twilights so I, I, I don't think anybody is that good in the twilights but then she started honestly. starring in films with jesse eisenberg and i had to see her and i was like <laughs> okay good she's okay but now like just seeing her like i think she's so she, very open in yeah but she yeah. often isn't but she's she just so adept that like she handled the comedy beats really mm. well yeah. and she's just a movie star she's yeah. glowing it's yeah. Very, Glow, just, Alison Brie. <laughs> I think it's like a very grounded technical performance. Well, yeah, it's such, um, and it's it such feels an anchor like, to the film. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Like oh, very but. assured, and yeah, we really empathize with her, and we like yeah. uh, we were very passionate about how we felt her character, you know, yeah. was treated throughout this film. And again, like you were talking about it before, in terms of her look and her kind of style, like mm. this, th- th- there are so many like earlier films that are queer that it feels like like straight actors performing um, lesbianism. Lesbianism? Lesbians? Okay. Um, <laughs> performing lesbians. Just yeah. in terms I of... Think, I, think, I, think, I think they're called lesbians. <laughs> but just, yeah, where, the, where there's like a degree of like, oh, wow, we are seeing X person, I don't know, Gwyneth Paltrow or whatever. Like, Is Gwyneth Paltrow played I don't know, but just like... <laughs> I don't think... I can't imagine... Maybe, maybe like Shakespeare in love? No, actually, she the politician... A- in The Politician... Gwyneth Paltrow plays a lesbian. Yeah, but she's also name dropped in this film as Gwynny. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, but it's so oh, yeah. it, it was so oh, so often been a thing where it's like, oh my gosh, look at wow, they're putting on that queer suit and trying it out, and I then they like move on to the next thing. I feel like it doesn't happen as much for women as well. Like I mm. think like True, yeah. generally, when women uh, are like straight women no. are play, I feel like when straight women play lesbians, there seems to be less of like a I am acting. Like, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Whereas, gotcha, like, yeah, I yeah. think when a straight yes, man yeah. plays a gay man, there is like a sense of acting camp. But, <coughs> James Corden. Yeah, James yeah. Corden. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, generally, when you have a straight woman playing a lesbian, yeah. in my experience, most of the time it's just like, oh, and I show no, this, just, by, I stand next to a woman yeah. and hold hand. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not really. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, there is a level of, like, this casual queer energy that is coming mm. off, particularly Chris and Stuart and Aubrey Plaza and yes. their scenes together, which mm. feels so, like, potent. But it's not something that you could be like, oh, this is what they are doing to act that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. It's called chemistry, baby. Chemistry, <laughs> um, which we can talk about Aubrey Plaza. We oh yeah, absolutely. As well, She's just hotness. glowing as yeah. well. Like, like that's a that's again that's a movie star performance. Yes. Right the scene there. in the, the yeah. scene in the bar is just like it's, just so the self assured. So dripping yeah. between the two. I mean, she's so like, smooth. The bar's yeah. the peak, but then we get like scenes in like outside the party where she's like you know trying to you know flirt with Kristen Stewart like just constantly. And but also like she like that she does that switch to um to the dramatic stuff that her character did, um yeah, yeah. Really she does well. she like, does the dramatic work. It feels yeah. And it, it feels like a complete 180 for the, what we usually know her for, which is deadpan. Yeah, I Absolutely. feel like I've, yeah. She's I like seen opened her in up this mode and, before, yeah. Um, as like somebody who's, you know, <laughs> <She's> <laughs> a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think if you're, you make like, you know, you'll you're sort of make your name doing a, such a caricature as in Parks and Rec, where she's, yeah, mm. is deadpan mm. to the point of 
not having any facial changes throughout yeah. the entire episode. Oh, well, that's her, her star persona, really. Yeah. Like, it's... But it's anyone like, seen it's her the Instagram stuff. obsessed one um, with... Uh, it's like... Oh, Anger yeah. Goes yeah. West? Goes yeah. West, Anger, yeah. 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 Is that right. quite, like, a comical, like... Like, what, is it deadpan or, like... No, no, it's, it's, it's more... Desperation. <laughs> I don't know if that's an opposite to that. Yeah. But um, no, it's not deep. And also, um, Aubrey Plaza, a great award show host. Oh like, my god, her hosting oh. the Independent Spirit Film Awards is truly mm, great. She's amazing. I would highly recommend going and um, um, seeing, some seeing some her highlights. like opening monologues and stuff. Mm, she's very great. fun. Mm. Um, yeah. Other people, who else? Could we, uh, any people things? There's a lot items. of good like little cameos by like comedic. Mm. Anna like, Gasteo was there. Anna Gast- I guess it's more of a lot of not with oh, yeah, cameo, she's, she's, but like yeah. Michelle Buteau pops off yeah, in the start, in the start. Uh, yeah, and then you got Lauren Lapkus, Lauren Lapkus, and Timothy Simons from yeah. yeah. Um, have um, a great little have fun in that little yeah. tiny scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're fun. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, um, that's nice. I, enjoyed I, was, it. I actually enjoyed um, some of Claire Duval's. Uh, Claire Duvall, the actress, is directing oh, yeah. this, and we I think some, about Claire Duvall. some of her directing choices were, was really cool. Like especially in that big dinner scene, the big party scene at the end, oh. like how her camera moved was really cool. Mm. Just showing like different perspectives, it felt like you were in that party moving along. It felt very fluid, mm. and it yeah, it feels like she's got a natural hand at this kind of thing. Has anyone else seen um, the Intervention, which is her first film no, that she I wrote don't and directed? So. No. Um, it's a film about a group of friends going to a house for a weekend to stage an intervention for one of their, uh, relationship, one of the couple's relationship. Wait, is this what this is? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James and Cass. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, no. Um, uh, and it's got like, um, like a lot of good actors in it. Um, Melanie, Melanie, uh, Melanie Linsky and like, oh, um, we love her. Elias, uh, Elias Shawkat. Is that yeah. Elias uh, Um, John yeah. Ritter is in it. Um, John Ritter, RIP. Yeah. Jason, Jason Ritter. Fuck. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, and, a, um, a bunch of other people that, yeah. um, Oh, uh, Natasha Lyonne um, and Claire Duvall. Oh, is um, it like the same kind of comedy drama kind of thing? Yeah. 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 It's, oh. it's, 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 it feels very like, it felt like very like your classic comedy drama indie movie kind of vibe. It's not like an amazing movie, but would it's you like recommend? a fine movie. Right. Like I wouldn't be like rush out and seek it um, and watch it now. But like if if you if it pops up and you're like oh yeah, it's an easy watch. Mm. Um, there's some mm. good um, bits in it. It's kind of um, yeah. There was definitely some choices in it that I was like I don't know about that. And there was some yeah, but like it's 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 very watchable mm. and fine and easy. But I feel like. Yeah, this felt like a bit of a step up. It's a bit more of like a... I think I'd say with the, the design of this film as well, we mentioned the oh, costume design, yes. the set design as well. Yeah. Like, I think like it takes more skill than you think yeah. to like make a Christmas film look lovely no, and glowy, similar but, to like yeah. last Christmas. But that's Christmas the thing to year. me as well. Like, so their richness looked sophisticated instead yes. of gaudy. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. looked mm. expensive. You got a very good, like this mm. old money family. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's also like I would have this as like a criticism about other movies, but for this film, it like makes very perfect sense given like the plot and they they talk yeah. about this literally mm. in the movie about like the house is so constructed. Like if you looked at like the pictures in the background and like the placement of what like there was like there was, there was definitely like a scene in the kitchen where I was looking at the 
paintings in the background there was like five different still life paintings of fruit all just next to each other and like, it feels exactly that this so is what Super Caldwell has yeah. done with her house decor it, is, yeah. it does not Instagram. feel lived and it does not feel natural it feels so constructive and that is like so clearly purposeful in this film and that's very yeah. good mm. and also great production design like the apartments that they had in the yeah, city before absolutely. they left the, yeah. the all green Christmas tree I was, I was like I'm kind of into I kind of want to have a more I, I Christmas mean, tree you noticed honestly. something about the vehicles didn't you Lucas oh <laughs> This is what this is what they come to the podcast yeah. for. For no, this, but I just sort of this kind of details. Yeah, we don't notice these things. Um, yeah, when they pull up to the house, the car they get out of is dirty, <laughs> and I just thought that was a nice touch because yeah. I often think cars films, cars are never yeah. dirty in films, and <laughs> they were driving exterior. on a they were driving on, a, on an unsealed road, so the car was dirty. Of course, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I all. I think yeah, they're not di- like in like a comical way, like just like a natural way. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely like just. I'm just remembering even like the shot of the um, pit, pit shop that was like lit beautifully oh, yeah, in blues. The blue, like, yeah, stuff the blue like aquarium. that where I'm just like that's really cool. Um, it yeah. was a fun like this looks like a nudie shot just for Dan Levy one this, on this like <laughs> like a like a re- return you know on like the, the you know the yeah, person yeah. into the line shot and then like it reveals he's in an aquarium that's kind of that was yeah. fun. I think casting is a big big thing because like the sisters the family they all look like a yeah. family. Oh, I definitely yeah. bought them as sisters yeah. I absolutely like yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess one thing that might transition us into bananas is that I found the core um, story I was frustrated in a way that gave me tension like stuff mm-hmm. that was happening between the characters was inf- so infuriating maybe isn't the right word like it, I, I was, it was. There was some drama. Like yeah. it, it created tension in me. So should we talk about like the gem- the controversy yeah. of this film yeah. for anybody that's been following the the discourse around happiness? What is okay. Yes, oh. I I would like to say one thing before yeah. we transition. They picked the correct drag queens to feature in this Absolutely. film. Absolutely, yes. two best. Uh, yeah, I mean, I should have mentioned that in my little thing about the oh, cameos. cameos. Yeah, yeah. Jinx yeah. Monson and Ben De La Creme doing... Is that I, what actually I assu- part of their Christmas show? I've, I well, I haven't no, seen it yet, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that is, yeah. if I just took a bit of the actual Christmas show. Two of the best drag um, queens yeah, around. Absolutely. So the Class. controversy. So uh, there has been a lot of drama about the central relationship in this oh, film. Oh, God. What, yeah. Of Harper and Abby. I and mean, generally if, the consensus seems to be, and I think probably from this room yeah, as well, I mean, listener, that listener, not a great relationship. If you've, if you've <laughs> noticed and that we've gone through the cast, we might have omitted oh, someone <laughs> not named Victor Garber. He was there. If you, if you he played someone, straight. If you or someone you love has found themselves in a relationship as to Victor in the happier season, we you know Please. we encourage you to seek help, seek treatment, and, uh, and to quote another clear developer, the heaven intervention. <laughs> yeah. There has also been a similar. I don't know if it's a controversy, but like a criticism towards the the film in general in terms of like this is a queer story. Why is it again a, a coming out? Kind of narrative. I mean, I, I feel like this isn't a coming out narrative in the way that we see a lot in films. It's actually it's about the specific story oh. of these people, like who have come out yeah. in the rest of their lives, having to be recosited to go visit their family for the holidays, which I think is a specific, more specific narrative than that. So I don't know about that criticism. I have I have two thoughts yeah. on that yeah. criticism. One is that like I feel that that is like I somewhat valid in the sense that like yes, there are a lot of coming out narratives, but like. The main issue is not that these films have come out narratives, but we don't have enough queer films yeah, to show a great exactly. diversity of queer yeah. stories. Um, and my other thought was that even though the, the this film is co-written by a lesbian, like what you just said about like yeah. going home and like re 
re-closeting yourself for a family like is a very interesting narrative and is a totally yeah. a thing that people do well, that's and every I don't day exactly. but it's this movie thing. is not a very good depiction it of is that. not a good depiction <laughs> of it, no um, and there is there, there, there does feel like a bit of a missed opportunity from telling from like that like from the story from like a more queer lens even though it is coming from a queer lens I don't know and like, I think it's more I, about like they, they sort of it feels like they wrote themselves into a corner with the women's relationship and that they wanted like various things that they wanted to happen. They're like, okay, they want them to be in this long-term relationship, but then mm. also it's a surprise, but then like, oh, but how can we make it so that she'd come? She wouldn't agree to come if she knew that she was going to do that. Well, then I, it's a surprise and it's sprung on her halfway yeah. through the car trip. Yeah. And so it felt like it was all kind of, it felt very constructive. Yeah. They yeah. sort of just like nailed this narrative together and it's got a few holes in it. Um, I, I yeah. would like to caveat again, the coming out narrative that, there there are like that's a lot of like queer fiction but we still don't have a lot of like you know mainstream coming out narratives in this package anyways like uh, yeah, where it yeah. features lesbians where it features yeah. like in a it's comedy situation yeah. instead of a straight drama than, like, in yeah. a yeah. YA situation exactly, yeah. this yeah. criticism is coming from mostly queer people who consume a lot of queer media yeah. and for like yeah. and film that's uh, marking itself to mass audiences this, yeah. this is we still need relatively coming out narratives for those yeah. kids as well i guess it's similar yeah. to that complaint of like love simon as well oh it's i was like, just about to mention love yeah. simon like everyone oh, i heard so many complaints about love simon being like they're like what we, that's again we're seeing the same mm. thing again we're seeing the same thing again like we've we've seen this and it's like no love simon hadn't been seen before uh, no one had love simon was love very simon. Yeah. <laughs> was a very original film in that like not there never been a film like love simon like at that like targeted at, at targeted that that audience. at the and that was in like yeah. mass cinemas and yeah. that was playing everywhere and that like was being you know consumed by mass audiences that had not happened and like the criticism that love simon was just like overly generic is I think it's, it's just it's just wrong. I think there's something interesting as well about like the fact that the gay audience I think can no longer be kind of I guess siloed into just the gay audience as one mm. audience because there yeah. are so many sub audiences Absolutely. within that. Yeah. I yeah, think sometimes yeah. people don't realise like the gay audience of people who are out and living in a metropolitan area and watch a lot of queer media and most of their friends are queer mm. have a very different you know, queer experience than somebody who's, you know, maybe younger or like maybe older or maybe like lives in a smaller town or yeah. all yeah. these other different types of experiences that you can still have and still have a, you know, very vested interest in watching queer stories. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, so the thing with the problem with this one <laughs> is just that <laughs> no one wants them to work out. We are presented with this relationship at the start and it, they're, they're pretty cute. They don't, I don't say, I wouldn't say that Harper and Abby have, Terrible chemistry. Like I think no. they've, they've, like, they've they look they tried. They're they right. tried. They're right. They're sweet, but we don't really see enough of particularly why Mackenzie Davis is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Mackenzie Davis's character like what's good about her? No, that's the thing. It's my entire <laughs> problem. It's like we don't have scenes where we can see why Kristen Stewart yeah falls in love with her. We don't why... get to see her being charming and good. Yeah. What's yeah. the quality? And... That... What's what's the quality that makes yeah. you in love with her? That's like we don't like her personality is a bit flat across the board. Like mm. she, like there's a her bit personality of, is like, she's in the closet. Like it, <laughs> yeah, like that she's we, the main character. There's, there's a thing that the film tries to show us that she changes her personality around her f- um, family and her yeah. friends back home, but we don't really see enough of her Before. beforehand to un- to see what that difference exactly. is. Exactly. So we just see her being psych- like really psycho like, around yeah. her sisters, particularly like Sloane and her have this very like combative relationship. Yeah. There's also this very like, she's very meek around her parents and is trying to, that d- d- just doesn't like 
fight or sort of like talk back about anything that they say. Yeah, even yeah. It's, and you know, I, I guess their their best attempt at showing her personality is her instinctively climbing up on top of a rooftop. What a wild scene to open the oh film. It's yeah. a really weird opening scene. They yeah. they yeah they they're looking at they're doing like one of those neighborhood tours about one of those neighborhoods that's full of Christmas decorations and they choose to yeah. climb up onto the roof of one of the buildings. She's so, scaffolding. And she's then so Kristen, spontaneous. And then Kristen Stewart <laughs> falls off the she roof. She falls off a roof and I mean this is going to set up the entire narrative because she's like oh I'll catch you and then she doesn't catch no. her. She falls on the ground. Yeah. And, and you know what? Weird, it's a metaphor and for the exactly. whole film. And there's just a she's touch of you. Christmas themed bondage happening. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. just have a little moment of still moment. Those felt like studio notes personally of just like this film isn't wild enough. Like, it needs to have a bit of action. There's, like, that sequence where she falls, and then there's a moment much later in you the see, film. see, it's a comedy, James. Yeah, where Alison Brie and um, Mackenzie Davis are, like, fighting on the ground, literally trying to strangle each other. Mm. Not actually strangle, but, like... With, like, tinsel. Fighting <laughs> with tinsel, and you're like, what the fuck is this movie? S- switching to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the fucking... Woo! Wild fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing about um, (laughs) (laughs) damn Harper, what are you making me do? You were just being suddenly really quite like uptight about your language in a way that you generally are not. No, but I was just like that was not the way that was meant to come out. Second, I was like, fuck, are we not supposed to be swearing? No, 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 no. You can swear. (laughs) Um, The funny thing about it is like when we do get to know more about Harper. The less we like her, the more yeah, terrible things that, we find out. Like So the scene in the bar that we've talked about quite a lot, which is um so we, we learned that Aubrey Plaza's character was Harper's first girlfriend. Mm. They like, you know, had been childhood friends. Her name is Riley. Up. Riley, yes. Yeah. A Riley very and Harper. Gay name. Uh, well, I was so, gonna say like if I uh, <laughs> if I saw Kristen Stewart's character, I'd be like, Her name is Riley. It's not <laughs> She does feel but, like a Riley. You know, but it's like a little they, orphan um, Abby. Yeah. Uh, so they like hooked up in like freshman year of high school, and yeah. then their their secret like love letters were discovered. And instead of um, sticking by Riley, Harper or just said, denying like, oh. anything, yeah, it was like, oh, she's gay and she's obsessed with me. Um, just and outing her, just outed her and rejected her, ruining and, like, her life. It was just a general awful, cowardly behavior. <sighs> And we're just like, honestly, I'm like, I could not, like, I don't know if I could be with a person that had done something like that. It's just such a nasty thing to have done. I think that's a plot beat in a different film that I would be quite interested in seeing Mm. around, like, that behavior if you're so closeted and Mm. and being so awful. I thought you were talking about a real film. I was like, what's the film, James? (laughs) No, but I'd I'd love to see, like, a a heavy drama, like a short-term 12 kind of, like, indie (laughs) vibe. Yeah, it's called Glee. (laughs) (laughs) Indie vibes, I think, Glee. <laughs> um, you know, like that's that's an interesting psychology, but for like a mainstream like commercial, I think just for anything film, where we're supposed to like still yeah. be this couple. Well, that's like, the thing. I didn't even mind that, but like, where is the thing that shows that she's actually changed? Right? I guess like, that's the thing. It's like if we have all these terrible things, because then the thing is that she then repeats that behavior. Exactly. When, like yeah. her older sister uh, finds out, she sees them together and she t- yells in front of everybody that, that Harper is gay and Harper's like, no, that's a lie. So like there's lying. nothing between us. And it's like such an awful rejection. Ugh. It's like yeah. so cold. And it's like, um, well, it's, it's, it's those things. Those are the moments that like show your true yeah, character. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, she d- and it's like, she's not, she doesn't step up she to does, the She fight. doesn't yeah. stand up and fight for the things that she believes in. She doesn't actually, you know, she won't actually be there to catch you when you fall. Exactly. Yeah. You can't trust this person. And I'm like, honestly, like that's just, it's, <laughs> that's a deal breaker. And yeah. I think like, 
if there were yeah other things that showed her in a much mm. better, more positive light, then maybe we would be able I don't like, even to weigh s- those yeah. together. But the thing is, I don't all even, we see are these terrible yeah, things. Yeah, I don't even see the connection. <laughs> like, what did they bond over? Both being hot? I mean, that's realistic, but also, like... <laughs> They have to have something in movie world that they mutually bond also, over. Also, like, if we bond over both being hot, that's one of those relationships where, like, yes. at the first sign of trouble, you dip. Like, yeah. you're not going to I be also like... feel like Mackenzie Davis is, like, serving them. Like, she's doing what it says on paper. and she's she okay. She has a number yeah. of scenes where she has to, like, cry and emote. And she does fine, but she's not elevating the material, which is quite a tricky yeah, ask yeah. because it's such yeah. a reprehensible character, especially when we, like, find out that, information and, and yeah when she denies Kristen denounces yeah. her I mean the, the other thing throughout this as well is just that there's all these like little things those are the two like mm. the kind of the big moments but there's just throughout it she just constantly leaves her on her own yeah. she goes yeah. off to like look after her mm. family and she goes to hang out with her ex-boyfriend and then when Kristen Stewart wakes her the next day she's like what are you doing Stop. yeah like, oh, it's like, oh. what is like, this attitude yeah. that she's Stop giving her? she kind of yeah. gaslights her yeah. oh, it's well, a bit, no, yeah she fully gaslights her she's nothing I don't know why you'd be she's also fucking terrible at sending sexy pics like oh yeah we got one here's, one, a, one, here's a pretty clothed shoulder <laughs> like they are like having like sexy sex talk and they're just like yeah i'll show you some clavicle and some chin PG. to get pg <laughs> yeah some pg, PG. PG. he's like PG some clap but at least <laughs> at least show the face like how do we know that's not jane <laughs> That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, that yeah. whole sequence is quite weird because then Kristen, what's her name? Abby. Oh, Abby God, goes she gets and she's like, orphan Abby. Yeah. and she's like, oh, I need to go see and bone down. Um, and then like she's walking through the house. But she's they're, they're in separate rooms. She's obviously, she's as if she is like a thief that has broken into the mansion. Despite like, the fact that she could just walk down the corridor, yeah. nobody's going to be like, where are you going? Yeah, she could in your room. She like, could see yeah. her friend. Like, <laughs> come on. And it's for this big thematic thing about being back in the closet. But like, she, gets look, she hides in the closet. Yeah. She, she hides, hides in the closet, closet literally, and then sets out the, the little cleaning remote. The rumba. The rumba. Rumba. Um, and she gives the worst excuse. Like, I was sleepwalking and I ended up in this so fucking closet. It, it like, has been justified that she, her character's supposed to be very bad at lying, as yeah. by when she says that she just broke true. up with somebody who was a milk man. man. Oh, that was <laughs> she has um, so great delivery. She has many boyfriend, ex boyfriends. <laughs> many boyfriends. The normal amount. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, not a. Worrying about yeah. the boyfriends, um, who was later played by Dan Levy, uh, in yeah. a very fun. As a, yeah, it's, it's, know, do we talk about Dan Levy that much? We did, we really, because I feel like we talked about him a bit. But Dan I feel like Levy does really good work. He does good support work, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I think what I most appreciate Dan Levy in, Levy in this film is that like, he, like he's, he's not a he's, gene. He 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 provided the like the perspective on what was going on that like yeah. we were sort of yeah. also yes. sharing. He's kind of the voice of like, reason. He's the voice of reason. Yes. He's also like the queer voice. Like when yeah. when um yeah. uh, when Kristen Stewart says that she's pretending to be straight in front of um the yeah. Mackenzie Davis's family, his response is, "Have they ever met a lesbian?" Because <laughs> yeah. clearly Kristen Stewart yeah. looks only like a lesbian and like nothing yeah. else. And I think in the in the second half of this this film, we get a bunch of of what we call scenes. Their scene, their scene, and I think of all the 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 scenes, I think Dan like nailed his. Yeah, his scene, yeah, it was really good. It almost justified. It almost justified that. Basically, he, because at this point of the film, Abby is basically of the same opinion of us, of like, fuck Harper, she's just been terrible this whole time. And he has this big scene in which he convinces her to sort of empathise with Harper and realise what what she's going through in the situation. And like, 
it would be a very difficult scene to make work, I think, in the hands of most actors. It's yeah. like, but I think he does achieve it, even though I, I don't know if I agreed with his point at the end. Like, well, I agreed well, with his sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His sentiment um, basically being that um, he explains that Kristen Stewart's family was very supportive when she came yeah. out be- before they died. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, his own father didn't talk to him for like 10 yeah. years after he came out. Um, and that, you know, not every queer coming out is very different. Mm. Um, yeah. And, you know, we should, you know, um, can't expect, you know, uh, what's her name, to be able to come Papa. out um, as easily yeah. as Chris, it was for Kristen Stewart. Mm. Um and he does really good. And I, I shed a little tear. Yeah, it was very, yeah. It's it was very, very heartfelt. It was, it was, it was, it was, like, it was, it was all very heartfelt, and very and very. Um, but I, I was still like, um, I was the, like the, the the bringing it back in the end to try and justify how yeah, actions didn't like, quite look, work. That but, justifies oh, why God. she did the, the whole goes a like we have to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. That justifies why she might want to stay closeted to her family, but it doesn't justify tricking her girlfriend into coming along, no, forcing no. her back into the closet. Yeah, it's no. like rejecting her and publicly. To me, like this this film like would have been stronger if it was like. We're not working out because that was just fundamentally like a deal breaker for me. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like if Harper had been a little bit like more like pa- passive, maybe like more deer and headlights in those kind of moments of like, oh god, I don't know. Rather than it's to, like, like her it comes to so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Although just, I mean, yeah. I would say that like it feels quite realistic how how easy oh, it was yeah. for her to lie yeah. about it. Like that yeah. that yeah. that tracks for me. That's a very like common queer thing of being like very easily being ourselves in the role of being like of swapping oh, the no, like no, 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 no. language and yeah. knowing what pronouns to mm-hmm. use and to like not raise any suspicions about anything that it comes very naturally to like a lot of closeted people mm. Mm. um but it just it just demolishes any i think yeah, yeah. the fact that, yeah. that even when she's got somebody else's yeah sort of safety and like somebody else's that's the thing fate it's on the like, line is the thing when it's not just about her yeah and it's like about yeah, yeah like dan levo's point makes a lot of sense for her, her and how she situation. deals with her own situation but the fact that she's sort of doing this um to Kristen Stewart's character to Abby like in front of her yeah. and like forcing her to to change and stuff like yeah. that one little tiny bottle just on Dan in those kind of scenes around there he gets a lot of shots where he's like standing like kind of like his shoulder is there like <laughs> looking back at the camera it happens in the hallway where Kristen's like no I can't it's too late and then it happens later in the car park where he's just watching and it's just the shot looks very good like the <laughs> shot looks very good good job cinematographer good job Dan for your yeah, body your face yeah, yeah. Whole composition. your face is such it's a bottle nice. <laughs> Where he's just Return like, oh, yes, just your face is a bottle. Taylor Swift um, lyric. What's so, <laughs> sorry, just to be clear, in this universe, bananas are the bad ones, right? Yeah, yeah okay. apparently. So my biggest, I have, I have my biggest banana of the film, even bigger than Mackenzie Davis's thing, <laughs> the character. is when they when she comes out. We should say Harper is big. When Harper Mackenzie comes out. Yes. Mackenzie is fine. It's lovely. Her yeah. other queer performance was better. Yes. Yeah. Sanjin Apparel. Sanjin Apparel. Yeah. Iconic. Um, but when she comes out, I was just very underwhelmed by everything that happened after mm. the big reveal happened. Like, we we never... We get, like, a little... Some moments of support between from her sisters, showing that, like, mm. they are standing with her, kind of. But we don't get any... We never really see what Mary Steinberg or the mum's mm. um, reaction is. Like, it's kind of all focused on the dad. We never get a... We never see her mum saying anything to her in support or um, against other than your dad will come around, basically. Yeah. It's all shifted I, to the dad. And, and then... It, it implies she's immediately with Yeah, I guess that's but implicit it, but, that she's... But, but was also saying quite 
quite homophobic things earlier in the movie, so it's kind of yeah. like, mm. it was just very confusing. Yeah, and then that's true. when the dad finally comes down, he's like, I love all my daughters and I support you. And it just, it just feels, it felt way too clean, oh way God. too neat. There is, and I think. I, yeah. it felt... And it, it ends felt, with, it, like, them, they get Kristen Stewart to come and be in the family yeah. photo with them. Yeah. It just felt Which like a cop-out. Also, like, yeah. there was it also, didn't feel realistic, like, as in... Like, it wasn't further enough to be like, we love and support you, we we always love and support you, but it also didn't feel, like, it, it wasn't further enough in that direction, but it also wasn't far enough in, we don't understand this, but we'll do our best to try and exactly, yeah. support yeah. you. I would like, have loved, it was nothing. I would have loved, like, you. we get from Victor, who seems to be the main kind of, like, holdout. Yeah. Um, like, well, I'm I'm here, and I love you, and I, I want to figure that out. But, like, he's still processing. And then you have that one moment, which really did hit me, where he gets the call um, oh. around, like, the proposal. <laughs> this was an eye roll moment for it me. It was for you? Yeah. Uh, or it's like, oh, like... It was gilding the lily a little a bit. bit. Like, yeah. oh, I quite yeah. liked it. And yeah. then him closing the phone. It's Anna like, Gasteyer, basically, is like, oh, well, I'm happy to run with you as a candidate. Just, you know, maybe we just don't talk about your daughter's well, sexuality. Well, to me, here's anyway. the thing to me that, like, it's felt very, un- unrealistic to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the film that is, we don't see his response. It's the because Cheney was because yeah. in, in real life to me, like this political whatever. Yeah. I'm assuming they're a conservative family. They would have just like made this an asset. Like yeah. he is cool with the, the liberal. Yeah. Like yeah. he's yeah. very accepting yeah. of his it, daughter. It outdated. Like yeah. that's true. Yeah. To me, yeah. I feel like. If her political advice was like, well, this will give you more votes. Because will... that's what I thought it was yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah. that's more interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know? we can use this. You can and then use this. Like, no, this is still like, my family. Yeah. Like, I don't want to I don't want to use my family anymore. Drag that's more her through the yeah. media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, or if it's something to do with, I don't know. I guess the other thing that I was I was thinking might happen as the story was coming mm. along was that the sisters are going to be the supportive ones. Yeah. And parents maybe yeah. are quite, or take longer or are more sort of like, yeah, like mm. definitely, her, but, the, but that's definitely, okay because her sisters are there, and there is a sense like definitely at least with my the, family the and my Sloan, the Sloan Harper relationship. Definitely, that was the I thought that was going to happen, and it did happen, but not to a bigger degree. But yeah, because it was so yeah. warm at the end. Have any of you yeah. seen <sighs> um, the new film Uncle Frank? That's on. No, on but Prime that's Plus. I, so, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. so it's about um, uh, Paul Bettany plays uh, a guy. Um, uh, closeted gay man in the 70s I think mm. uh, and it's mainly about his relationship with his niece who's played by Sophia Lillis from um, oh baby um, Amy Adams baby Amy yeah. Adams from Sharp Objects and oh. uh, It and um, other oh, things yeah. um, but at the end uh, his he's uh, he's outed um, mm. uh, quite horribly by um, I won't go into 40 years he's outed and um Almost all the family. Uh, this is this is spoilers, but whatever. Who cares? It's not that. Spoilers, for Uncle Frank. The, 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 Frank. the story of the story in Uncle Frank is not that like spoiler. Like yeah. you know, it doesn't doesn't. It's not, you know, it's not really about that. He um, gets outed. He gets and... outed. Um, and they're all very supportive, and they're all and like like there's a few, there's definitely like um, I think like one of someone has the reaction of like oh I love you know like my hairdresser's gay gays. my hairdresser's gay <laughs> yeah, you should be my hairdresser yeah. and like the um and the mum is very like um I you know you're my son I always love you blah 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 and then there's like his sister's husband is very just sort of like walks away like just sort yeah. of leaves and kind of like and then you get a little bit later on where like she's talking to him and he's like I, I think Bible says no basically and it, and it felt to me even though like a bit unrealistic that the most of them were so supportive in the 70s in like quite a mm, rural true. southern community it the reactions did feel like 
recognizable reactions to coming out mm. um both for good and for bad and i felt like like this is i did not get any of that in this film like none mm. of the reactions are like any recognizable in any way to like what i've seen from people yeah, into coming mean, out and like, especially like i mean some christmas movies are like fantastic like have that edge of fantasy of like oh well, it's just christmas but because they put in so much work of like trying to make it feel kind of believable in terms of like the drama of the yeah. situation we need those realistic kind of responses or else yeah. it's just well yeah those, us. well one of the things about christmas movies and romantic comedies the emotional parts are where yeah. the movies kind of soar like that's yeah. what elevates a run-of-the-mill romantic comedy or christmas movie to a classic and like this kind of feels like they know what they're like they know the steps to get there but I don't know if they succeeded quite as much. Yeah, I felt like like, I was holding my breath in those big, like, speeches at the end where, like, you know, the the mum to Victor or... I think it was also a difficulty. You were just waiting of, like, oh, make those tears run. Like, one more. I think it's also a difficulty because it happened so late in the piece that Mm. it felt like that that post the coming out thing, I was just, like, waiting for the film to end it was almost yeah. like okay we've got we're wrapping up now we're at the wrap-up section mm. and it might have been interesting if they had structurally had that happen at a point Earlier. that felt True. less like the end and more like the sort of end of the second act climax yeah. Yeah. kind yeah. of point yeah. and then we could yeah play see the re- like play out the reaction sort of get the arc, a, the arc of them dealing with it to win abby back at yeah. that point because yeah. then it's like okay we yeah. might get that she's i think yeah. that's the point where it kind of like dropped the ball because that is when we would normally get to see abby yeah Sorry, not Abby. Harper. Harper, Harper yeah. yeah. Harper, do the work and, and see why yeah, she's worthy of yeah. Abby's yeah. life. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that yeah, annoyed me was that she just literally yeah. turned up and was like, uh, forgive me? And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. Also, did we, we fail to mention that Abby was going to propose. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so and she has proposed by the end because yeah, she's got I the was, ring on. I the... was fully surprised because I, I, I tried to guess a plot point earlier on. Yeah. And I was very surprised that that wasn't true. That, like, I fully... Because when... Uh, they think Abby is a shoplifter because... Uh, the, oh, the, right. the nephew right. and niece put a necklace in her bag and she gets caught by yeah. uh, the more cops. Um, and then later, so all the family thinks she's chopped after. Um, the mother's brooch goes missing yeah. and she's like... She's, impl- back, she's, implying that, she's implying that Abby's nicked it and yeah. she's and okay I, with it. And I sort of called it, I sort of made the call that like... She's going to snoop gonna go through, snoop through the stuff room and, and find out. Yeah. And that was going to be like a thing. Big drama. And <laughs> that did not did happen. happen. And it was very... Interesting. I was very shocked because I... I was, ring was yeah, not really, yeah. yeah. exactly. I was so confident feels, in that in that call. I mean, yeah. my hunch, which is entirely not maybe not be true at all, is like the rewrite is like that yeah. was the original version. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no, yeah. we need more action. Alison Brie finds out. Then, and then there's well, a fight. Then we <laughs> we also discover that Alison Brie's husband is like cheating. No, they no, no, it's not that they're the cheating. It's that they've separated and they're they're basically oh, not yeah. married yeah. anymore. But they're yeah. sort of keeping up the appearances of the marriage. Yeah. But we see him hooking up that's with another woman. Yeah, I it did really bother me that they trying to put Alison Brie's revelation that her, she's getting divorced at the same weight yeah, for yeah. parents as yeah. their daughter's a lesbian. I mean, I feel like I can I feel like they're both like they are pretty big secrets, but I wouldn't put them the exactly on the same level. Tra- but like the way the way that the parents react to both of those is exactly the, the same. same. Yeah. And the way and when the parents like come around, it's See, to both of them. Imagine collectively, if Alison was the one who was unfaithful. Like that would have been like. 
made it a bit so I don't more think interesting. Was unfair. I don't think that well, was no, yeah, it's like to me. Well, I know it's just not on the same level. But to me, like something like that would have like sullied quote unquote their name a bit more. I think. Also, on I don't Chris- know. Christmas Day, Alison and I don't know the husband's character name or actor yeah. name. I'm sorry. Husband. They're yeah. Like, they're like, he, he, does he Sloan's have a line? Husband. I don't know. Sloane's husband. Like he did very little. They, they share a look of like. We're gonna be okay. Yeah. And is it like, yeah. are you guys, you guys getting back to get? I don't. I don't think no. they are. It's like, but like, it's, it's just like it's right. an understanding. A mutual separation. It's a Christmas not miracle. Fuck up our kids yeah. Any yeah, further. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just because like, he wasn't in the um, one year later scene. And you know, uh, you know what I did enjoy. Jane didn't need to have a man in the end because yes. in the beginning she was like, I'm ready to meet people. Yeah, she's sort of yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that like, they keep them. showing her with Dan and they're like, yeah. one year later, I was like, I could be like, are they supposed to be no, couples? No. No, that's insane. No, she has published a fantasy novel and it's going um, great. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely. has a town hall full of people and, and she gets to support copies. the family. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's the breadwinner. Ugh, love her. Can oh. we have a, like a Christmas breakup film? I would have just loved if they mutually like broke up, and it's okay. Like breakups are sometimes good. Like I guess Last Christmas does a kind of a breakup. <laughs> I feel like if someone's dead, he's a damn ghost, so you can't. We can't, you can't spoil it. Oh, Wait, damn, James. Wow, um, for last Christmas. We're just yeah. And like our last Look, episode, I gave you my heart, and you just gave it the whole time. <laughs> Once um, bitten, twice shy, James. I don't yeah. feel like I don't feel like this movie is better, like as a Christmas film. If I was about to say, very Christmas. I, I wanted more I want Christmas. Them, I want, yeah. No, yeah, I'm just not saying, a lot there of were Christmas. trees in the background. This is not what, not my point. My point is like in terms of a Christmas romantic comedy, the type of genre yeah. and form that this mm. is. I think like we do need the central couple to stay together. I no, think, I want Riley. I just think that, we need, that, that they need to be much better <laughs> They're characterized. Yeah, like, yeah. That's so the they need to be stronger. The reason that we want here, like Abby, to go with Riley instead, is yeah. because like they have much better chemistry and, and so much more work into Riley. Like I found out so much about Riley. Like <laughs> mm, I guess yeah. she's got it in entirely different circumstances and stuff, and they're trying to figure out the Mackenzie closet thing. But like, yeah, and I, I, I really wanted, I want. I really wanted uh, Riley's parents to make an appearance or like a proper appearance. You kind of saw them in the distance because like it seemed like they seemed to sort of be implying that Riley was kind of like, Riley was obviously out, but sort of like had a bit of like a, that sort of, I go slightly in the closet for my, around my parents, my parents' friends to be, you know, to give appearances. And like, I think that's a very relatable thing for a lot of people. And I would have liked to seen that. What did she get for white elephant? (laughs) (laughs) True. Uh, but I was gonna say my my biggest my number one. I said this earlier, but this is this really is my number one banana. Even though I don't think bananas are the worst. Um, is what that is the worst lolly, by the way? After this comment, maybe. Before God, I have to think comment. about that one. Um, uh, is we do not get any interactions between Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy, and that yeah. that yeah. is a huge issue. Correct, yeah. because yeah. that is the that is the scene that I wanted. That is, Correct. I think, that's what true. we deserved. That is true. Um, I am sad about. I mean, that. Aubrey, I think they would have just got on yeah. with House and yeah. Fire. I feel like and... Aubrey Plaza with any of the other castmates. Like, I wanted a scene with her and Jane. That would have been fun. Like, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I really wanted. I really wanted that yeah, pairing. That's good. Um, yeah. And when he turned up, I was like, "Yes, we're gonna." We're gonna they, were in, they were in the yeah. same party. But they <laughs> they never were. Spoke. Never speak. Yeah. <sighs> so it was a really Not even a look yeah. across the room, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, we should probably decide if these bags should be 
bagged or biffed. Are they in the nice list or the naughty list? Mm. Bag or boof. And then the afterwards, Santa sack. Yeah. And then afterwards, we can name the worst candy and and the. Bag. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so, who would like to go first? In the naughty oh, or nice. Um, I'm gonna go first. Uh, I I had a really good time watching this film. Um, even though I did not like yeah like the central couple of it mm. i enjoyed like a lot of the characters and like probably the the vast majority of the characters i thought a lot of the lines were just really sharp a lot of the characterization and a lot of the performances were really good um i think it is definitely still mixed i wouldn't say this mm-hmm. is like a new holiday mm-hmm. classic classic yep. for me mm-hmm. but for me this definitely fell on the bag side of the spectrum so um it's a bag for me it is on the nice list yeah it's going oh, santa's it's a, bag santa's yeah. sack. no call for you from Cass. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in the same camp, uh, because I don't really see comedies that are, that make me genuinely laugh so much nowadays. Like, a lot okay. of the time... <laughs> <laughs> Snob! Okay. Okay. I mean, I think it's the difference between, like, the laughs that I was having at this film, where it was just like, that was such a great line delivery of yeah, a funny line, yeah, as opposed close. to, like, here's something that happened that may be unintentionally funny or yeah. silly in a film that I'm yeah. laughing sure, at. Yeah. And this was very much like, the, this was the joke the film yeah, did that they intended. Yeah. They succeeded yeah. on what they intended to do. Exactly. Yeah. I guess like the amount of zingers that like came out that feel genuinely like exciting and re- rejuvenating was like yeah really surprising for me. Um, yeah, even I, something like I'm thinking back to our previous like Christmas kind of movies. This is way funnier than The Family Stone and Last <laughs> Christmas. Um, yeah, like, the high bar that yeah. is The Family no, Stone. High bar I think it's like probably funnier than like Love Actually. Although I am kind of. I, I don't mean, think Love Actually is more. Love of a, actually, it's more of a romance than a comedy. Well, I mean, Love Actually is bad. I, yeah. I regret. I regret bringing up this like romance or comedy <laughs> spectrum yeah. that we're now like debating. But um, and for those for those like hits that were so strong in terms of those kind of comedy kind of beats, and also because like Christmas movies are something that you kind of more casually kind of watch, I would also bag this, put it in the nice list as well, Ooh. and also just like pretty people are nice to look at. And this is well lit, and it's got nice design, and it looks real comfy. You're like, ah, pretty people. They're good. They've got <laughs> problems too. Pretty, pretty people. people. Pretty people. The secret They're of pretty good. woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say because I feel like you two have just summarized it really well. And yeah, it's a bag. Like it's funny. It's Ooh. a. It's a. It's a good film. Not a great film. Uh, it, yeah, you're right. It's not going to be a holiday classic, but like, I would, I would, I'm sure I'll probably watch it again one yeah. time, one one year in the future. Or, um, like, yeah, it's 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 funny, and that kind of like makes up for. Mm. Well, it doesn't make mm. up for like, mm. but it it makes it worthwhile despite its yeah. flaws. Um, that it's genuinely got great writing. Um, well, sorry, great joke writing and great performances in it that um, are a good time. So is that uh, okay? <laughs> Um, cool. Um, am I going to be a Grinch? I don't know. Hmm. Um, I do. I look, hi, I enjoyed this film. I laughed a lot. I like the people involved, but I don't think it deserves a full across the board. Look, you, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, because you don't want it to get a four out of four. <laughs> I just want to get a sample of that sound. Like, you also, like, on, on this oral medium of the podcast, you missed Matt's face that he just... Oh, <laughs> he it's iconic. Like kind of true Grinch material. Um, yeah, very Carrie-esque. Yeah. He's blowing on the mic. <laughs> it's a bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the nice list, because I'm nice. 
<laughs> Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to be. No evidence of this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cit- citation needed. Yeah. This tweet is <laughs> disputed. <laughs> Sources. <laughs> um, so that is uh, a, a full bag. It yeah. is fully season. on the nice list. You know what all of our caveats are. We've got a lot of them. But, yeah. I mean, I would say this is a I great thing it. to watch. Yeah. I'm glad. I think this is one that was. Is this one that's in movie theaters as well? Or? It is. Yeah. yeah, it's in, yeah. in New Zealand. I would at least. actually say, yeah. like, as much as I'm like, go support your movie I mean, theaters. This was very fun to watch at home, so that we could boo whenever after <laughs> an Abby had bad choices. But you should, if you're in New Zealand, um, you should go watch it in movie theaters because that is the only legal way to watch in New Zealand, which we all did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we loved the movie. Uh, Don't entrap me. And because this is 40 uh, episodes for us, uh, we are going to celebrate with our best and worst candy. I'll chuck oh. out best there too. Oh, all right. Okay. I want to do best as Just, well. Just are we, are we restricting it solely to things that come in Sweets. a lolly bag? Sweet. I think it's a mix, yeah. Stuff what comes, comes in a lolly scramble will, um, okay. um, Pascal's um, bag. Okay. <laughs> Which Coke bottles aren't in, so. What? Okay. No, they're not. <sighs> they're not, and that's why I have no opinion. <laughs> like I, I honestly couldn't give a shit. Like, Wait, if I, <laughs> which bag are we? Just Pascal's one. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck about just Pascal's. Okay, okay. Just okay. Mean a general. Dollar okay, mix. just general just dollar dollar Okay, okay, okay. Then I definitely know what my my um, okay. my buffers. My best is a Coke bottle, and my worst is I don't know a milk bottle. Whoa, mm. both bottles. Okay. Those are good. Um, yeah. Wow. My um, my best. I don't even is, hate the milk bottle that much. My best is is actually like literally is a banana or <laughs> is a, the related one um, Eskimos. Although I don't I, yeah. I don't have a better name for them unfortunately. The marshmallow but, baby type. Things. Yeah, yeah, those things. <laughs> they um, did rename them. I don't remember what they're called. I don't know what they're called now, but um. Uh. Whatever those have been called, and bananas, I they're my favourites. Um, my worst ones are those little like um, caramel like cube. They look like little cubes, and it's oh, like the brown, white, white yeah. and Jersey, brown. Jersey creams. I Jersey think. creams. Yeah. Jersey they taste like nothing. They they don't have a good texture. They're kind it's of fair. like dry. I don't know. I don't like them. I'm gonna change my answer to that because I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. Um, my best is probably either those like sour, like when you get like a really good sour lolly in oh. there, those sour peaches are really good. Oh, oh yeah. The peaches um, are good. Peaches I do delicious. love, I do um, love the peaches. Also like little, like sometimes you get like little red licorices in there, but I don't think I can eat those anymore. Um, and then my, my worst is the banana. Wow. <laughs> I was the, the founder of the banana. I actually like the, the I like the other flavors of point. that same texture. I think the texture of it is good, but like just the do banana you not flavoring. Like, so you don't like no. banana, fl- like the like, banana flavoring? No, I, I can't do banana flavoring. You don't like, like a banana milkshake? No. I, oh man, no. I'm all in I like a banana milkshake. I love so, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's different tastes. For me, I, it is, I'm all about the Coke bottle, especially. Oh, I don't mind the, the ones that food. have a bit of like, um, uh, soury kind of thing on better. them, but yeah, I like the the gummier ones um, okay. that uh, you know you like a crunch. Not a crunch, sorry. A crunch. <laughs> not a crunch. You should not have a crunch in your coke bottle. No. You're probably Ooh. eating it wrong. You're uh, eating glass, James. Eating glass. That is a literal coke bottle. Um, yeah, uh, getting that gummy flavor, and it you know actually tastes like coke bottles. I hate the texture of bananas as opposed to the flavor. I don't like the flavor either, but like the texture is too soft. I just I've, I've got nothing to do. Um, with my teeth and uh, yeah it's no fun 
I'm amending my answer again because I do think the sour peach is my favorite. Because, sour peach is great. Because the mm. Matt, you are all over the place. Uh, look, you, cannot, <laughs> you, are, you are a slut. You cannot commit to any one molly. <laughs> all right, don't drag me. Um, it's Christmas. Um, but I don't know. I just don't get lolly bags that much. I guess of the things like sometimes the Coke bottles, I do like them, but sometimes they make me wince because they're too sour. I think, yeah, I, I mostly get them in the context of Beth's theatre. Yeah. It's true. Um, and if the, there's, like, a shout thing that I don't like, I don't know if they're in lolly bags, um, but I hate black jelly beans. Oh, I Fair. love a black jelly bean. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate the white ones. They kind of taste yeah, like those nothing. those are weird. They just taste like sugar. Yeah. I like, I like the purple ones. They're the best. Mm. All right. Interesting. All right. Guys, we, we got to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. those are our favorite lollies. We have no Tell more secrets. Yeah. yeah. We've we, shared them with you. Uh, but we are an ally. We are allies. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> Two um, secrets. <laughs> <laughs> have, type in mixed bag on socials. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Have a hoppy, hoppy. Have a hoppy, hoppy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> hoppy holidays. Hoppy <laughs> holidays to and you. And I will see you next year for next year's Christmas mixed bag, I What's assume. What's it going to be? I don't know. We'll we, find I, out. I, I assume it, it would have to be like a new release. Yeah, it has to be, right? Like, this is now the tradition. Yeah. Yeah. So, you tell us Hollywood. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.